0: Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome Life Group leaders to week number three of On the Table. This is our sermon series looking at hard-hitting questions that often confront Christianity. Uh, week one, we looked at why there's so many hypocrites in the church. Week two, we looked at what is the unpardonable sin. And this week, we're looking at technology, God's blessing or man's downfall. And we're looking with our college pastor, uh, Tiffany Lyons.
1: Hey, hey! I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us, Tiffany. And some of you may uh, not know that. You know, Tiffany, she's served on our team for some time here now, was a, the next step pastor, did an incredible job, and she jumped in into our adults team with us um, uh, serving our college students. You're the college pastor. You've got a front row view also for some exciting things that are happening on Thursday night, and God's doing great stuff. Why don't you just give us a awesome. little bit of a recap? I know it's early in. It's early, early in. It, but let's, what's God doing?
1: Oh, man. Uh, really, we're, we've only experienced two Thursday nights, which is uh, a brand new thing at Mariners. It's a the first service of the weekend, a service designed for young adults, where we're inviting people mm-hmm. that are college students in their 20s and their 30s to come and worship. Uh, Eric preaches the same message uh, yeah. that the rest of the church hears, and the last two weeks have been phenomenal. We have seen—I think we said like almost almost 1,200 the first night, and then over a thousand the second night, and we saw 48 people stand up and say, "I oh, believe." This past Thursday, Amazing. unbelievable! Yeah. It's just there's just something incredible that's happening, and. Yeah. I think we know that something really amazing is happening, and we don't even fully yeah. know exactly what God's going to continue to do. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, and no, that's beautiful. Like, from the one time I was able to go to the first one, just you know the hunger mm-hmm. in the room, the yeah. sense of community, people lingering around substantially at the end. Oh uh, yeah, people coming forward for prayer, and then yeah, the kind of people that God's bringing is is all over. You got folks that totally. maybe were disconnected mm-hmm. before, or You know, are completely unchurched. Right. Had nothing to do with it beforehand, and God's meeting them in beautiful ways. So, and then of course, your role, what you're doing of um, serving college students in particular, not just on Thursday Mm -hmm. nights, is is incredible.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. Excited to see what God continues to do.
0: That's it. All right. So, if you are a young adult or you have young adults in your life, come out Thursday nights. Come on. Do the thing. Seven o'clock. That's it. All right. Shall we jump into um, this week's uh, questions? We're looking at technology. Great message, Eric gave this message this weekend, and I love how he how he really framed it from this understanding of this um, technology bad, good, neutral. Well, it's really in all how how you use it. Okay. But if you look at even through Scripture, the introduction of technology, he has this um, walks us through Genesis and, and tar and how tar, tar was so influential, the building of modern societies and ancient societies, and how technology really is an unavoidable part part of cool. our life. Um, but we should be noticing what it's, what it's doing for us, it, mm-hmm. who it's causing us to become. We were just saying, as, as you were sitting down, that in this year's on the table, um, this one, I think, maybe not as hard-hitting, maybe, some of the questions. Yeah. But we were saying it's one that hits our life every day. Oh, my every goodness. Every day, unavoidable. Oh, totally. Yeah. So we're going to talk through it. Uh, let's go to our lean-in question. Because I'm curious what you might say here too. Okay. What mobile apps do you use to maximize your time, and what are the mobile apps that you use that drain your time? Okay,
1: so I'm really excited about the first half of this question. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, One, yeah, yeah. For okay, guys. so um, I love. I'm an auditory learner, so like I love listening to things. I can like, I can, I, I can like consume so much more information audibly, which the fo- like phones are amazing for. Right. So. I love the Bible app and then I turn like, as I'm reading it, I don't just read it, but like it reads it to me and depending yeah. on what version. And the like, voice of James the,
0: Earl Jones. I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It yeah. could be
1: like, yeah, it could be really like, I feel smart listening yeah. <laughs> to it because it's somebody with a British accent. It's great. Yeah. And, uh, but I do love that. I also love like audible or podcast. I mean, even this podcast, John, like yeah. I will listen to this on my way to, uh, my group. Yeah. If I'm yeah. running a little bit late. Yep, if yep. I'm I'm c- confessing We've all been there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I love it. And so I. those are the things that I think maximize my time is like redeeming drive time, praise God, yeah. is amazing. Right. And then um, as far as draining my time, oof,
0: probably Instagram. It's the gram. It's the gram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've got a pretty substantial uh, influence out there on the, oh, on, the, gosh. on the Instagram world, right?
1: Well, it's, it's no, <laughs> not really. But I, uh, what what trains me is like the dumb, like, I mean, they know exactly what I want to watch and sure. then they feed it to me. And I eat it. I love it. Like yeah. lately it's been just like dumb, like animal videos. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that monkey's hugging a uh, bunny. I
0: didn't need to see that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't need to see that in my life. Before. I know. But now uh, we've now said it
1: really out loud, sleep. you'll probably see it yeah. uh, on <laughs> your <sleep>. algorithm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Same, same, um, productivity stuff. Like, um, uh, Evernote. I, I, I still, love I Evernote. I still use Evernote, right? But it,
1: yeah. it's still a thing. I was doing Evernote and then I moved over to uh, to notes, just straight up notes. Straight up notes. I like that too. Yeah, yeah I, I like both.
0: both. But it's, I used it for years, right? So things are so cataloged good. and tagged and it does, it does help me to be, I think, a little bit more efficient. And then that drain. it depends on the time of year. So football season, the fantasy football
1: uh, yeah. You got to
0: check the waiver wire because I got to beat all the other team members on, on staff here, which I've never, <laughs> which I've never done. So I'm not using it properly, but. <laughs> That's the thing where it's like I don't really need to look at the waiver wire to find that yeah. kicker who might get me over the top, but but here I am. <laughs> so you know, it, it's just driving on that point, though, right? Too of these apps that can they could be good, cause cause more efficiency, but certainly without us thinking about it, I mean, doom scrolling.
1: Oh my gosh, even just like when I'm like walking from one office to the next, totally, my, I'm on Instagram and I didn't even realize I did it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you think about, like, the span of time. Like, we didn't have this stuff. Not that long right. you know? I mean, I'm old, so I didn't get my first <laughs> cell phone until, you know, like, maybe three years into our marriage. And oh, was, wow. Like, you know, the, the flip razor phone, because that's all we had. Oh, my gosh. I should, that was it. I mean, I was walking around with pagers for a long time. Pagers. I showed oh, up to yes. my college campus with one of those giant word pro- word processors in a briefcase. Like, no laptop. No I'm way. Not, I sound really old. I love what it. Old, but it's crazy like how quick <laughs> yeah technology advance. it, it used to be
1: snake two do as you as remember, that? Like do the, remember that like yeah. that on Nokia
0: oh yeah. my gosh yeah but how how quick it changes then how quick it normalizes and then how numb we get yeah its effects on lives too right so totally um, really important important discussion All right I'm gonna read um the anchor passage for this weekend is Titus 1 mm-hmm. 15 through 16. and then a few questions uh, that you're propped to just again we say this quite often but always helpful when you're sitting in your groups, ask the question before you read the passage, Mm. because that helps you to, to look at it through the lens of the questions too. So a few questions here. What is the heart posture of the impure described in the passage? What are the behaviors of the impure? And then what does it mean that to the pure, everything is pure? So a few different questions to think through in the passage. Here is what it says in Titus 1, 15 through 16. To the pure, everything is pure. But to those who are defiled... And unbelieving, nothing is pure. In fact, both their mind and conscience are defiled. They claim to know God, but they deny Him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for any good work. This is the word of the Lord. And so, of course, not maybe describe, mm-hmm. describing directly um, the use of technology, right? But it is giving principles for how do we utilize. Mm-hmm different things in the world or world around us. How do we intake them? How, how do we use them? Um, anything stand out to you, Tiffany, when you look at the passage and the and the questions here in the look down?
1: Yeah. Uh, when I was looking at this, uh, the first question of what's like the heart posture. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that came to my mind was the word unbelieving. Mm-hmm. And so um, the it, the person who is defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. And so um, that those are like the the key things, because often we think about um, the opposite of pure being, you know, bad or yeah. defiled. And we yeah. can, it's easy to think of like things you do versus like the heart posture. That's it. you know what I'm saying? Totally. And so I love that we start with this question of not just like, OK, let's describe these people who yeah. are these impure people. Yeah. Uh, but instead, it's like, oh, OK, I'm believing. Right. That's like the fundamental like determiner
0: yeah which is a posture like what you said which informs our mind and and our conscious are then also defiled. so it's Mm -hmm. a it's a foundational state which yeah how we interpret the world around us is derived derived from yeah that's right but even even then still too um things can have a have an effect on us even with the best intention even with the best kind of perspective of of the use of the use for it for sure uh, but I love that. I Love what you're pointing out. It's a it's a heart posture. It's a foundational posture verse. That's great. And then what did we learn about um, the acts of the of the impure? Well, he says it pretty bluntly here. Yeah. That they claim to know God, but they deny Him by their works. Yeah. So there's this, the sense of acknowledging who God is, mm-hmm. even in a intellectual, maybe even a relational sense, but denying Him by their works. That. The life, the message doesn't matter. Right. And so what do they look like? Well, they're detestable, they're disobedient, and they're unfit for for any any good work. Um, and if that's the state of a person, then how we utilize good gifts that God g- gives us, yeah. the technology is a good gift that God has given us, is also going to be uh, defiled and disoriented for sure. Really good. Yeah. All right. So we moved into the lookout. So, sure, let's do it. A couple of questions. Where have you seen... Um, where have you seen technology used for pure and impure reasons, the same kind of technology used for pure and impure reasons? How might current technology play a role in God's plan of redemption? All right. Good questions. These are great questions. Yeah. So how have you seen, what are examples when you think about technology, different platforms and things where you've seen it, man, I can see this being used for a really good thing. I've also seen it be used for really damaging, damaging things. I mean, those are those fairly obvious
1: Totally. Yeah. I'm, I think, I think one of the, the more obvious ones are like, you know, our phones in our pockets. Yeah. Um, I'm so grateful that we have the Bible. Let me, the Bible app is yeah. like an amazing tool that now I have it available. It's in so many languages. So I see the like expansion of getting the word of God into people's hands. Yeah. And, um and now you're like, you don't have to be like, ah, oh, I got to go find my Bible real quick because you just have it with you. And so it's readily available it's such a gift and at the same time that phone that that's readily available there's all these other things that are readily available right. and so just as easy as it is for us to download the bible app there's a lot of other apps that you can download right. um, and so i even think about just things that are like you know probably could be good or bad like netflix or yeah. hulu like you know even on there like the spectrum of entertainment totally. most of them i would probably describe as unpure you yeah. know and so uh, and so it's easy for us to not even be looking for anything negative, and yet, like we find ourselves on the same phone where we read the Bible in the morning, yeah, watching something that's like, oh, this is like against what God totally has for
0: us, totally. Yeah, the same tool that can be used to glorify God and further our love and appreciation for Him and for others mm-hmm. is the same tool that we can use to look at graphic images to, yeah. to bully other people, and also just idleness too, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like Dan, it. you're looking at something that's necessarily quote-unquote, bad. Right. But the the use of your time on the mm-hmm.
1: And it's easy for us with the idleness, too. It's like some of these things, because sometimes we think of, like you said, like there's like graphic images, yeah. things like that, that we know like, okay, clearly this is not good. Um, but then there's other things that slip into our hearts in cool. ways that we don't even realize. Like I can be watching other people doing ministry on Instagram yeah, and celebrating what God is doing in other places. And at the same time, I can start this like reel in my head as I'm just scrolling through yeah. uh, for way too long thinking, ah, look what they're doing. Like if we're the same age and look what they're accomplishing and what I'm not accomplishing sure. or like, you know, and I can start to, or like, look, they've been on like 10 vacations this year yeah. and it's only January 15th. That's yeah. crazy. So it's easy for us to easily like um, start to compare. And then that just sucks the life out of us yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. Man, it's such a, a good conversation to have one that we can't so richly explore. You no. know, there's so many great. Speakers and resources and articles and Eric's message, of course, here. But yeah, I mean, many have have concluded that it, the, the just the phone itself has got to be, you know, the number one deterrent towards spiritual growth and for, formation. Um, and when you think about our growth and formation, could we do that before our phones? Absolutely, sure. <laughs> we didn't need really, it. We we didn't need it. And so I know someone make the case what well, really helps, really, really aids, um, but it also has an incredible hindrance if we're not. Looking at it properly, asking really good yep. questions, and how we utilize it. Um, not to mention, you know, social media. Not to mention the use of the phones on 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 our youth and our kids. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're raising two girls right now. One of them's fourteen, and and she's got a She has. She now has a cell phone that we look at pretty robustly with her, and talk. <laughs> always reminding her of who, whose phone it is. It's not your phone. It's our phone. You know, <laughs> how it can be used. But you know, we didn't have access to. Yeah. In some sense, yeah, great. Information at your fingertips, but the right. idleness that yeah. can be there, let alone just the negative things that you can be exposed to that are on there as well. Oh,
1: totally. Um, and also, like, just with the idea of having access to everything all the time yeah. because of technology, Yeah. Um, I think Eric talked about this, like, what a great gift that when it comes to trying to eradicate diseases and things like that, yeah. like the spread of um, information. But then I also think about, we know about every single natural disaster that hits. Totally. Every single, it can become overwhelming and unbearable because before the technology that allowed us to know what was happening on the other side of the world like right. that, now we carry all of those things and we're trying to make peace with it. Yeah. And it's hard for us That's to right. do that.
0: Yeah. So just a couple of things for for, for parents or pers- perspective parents, it's going to be really helpful on January 24th. It's a Wednesday night here at Mariners Irvine, um, Kay and, and Eric Geiger are going to be leading uh, a discussion on uh, kids kids and technology. Mm-hmm. Going to be really good. They're going to share some some learnings with raising their two daughters. Um, we're going to have some time to look at like a sample phone phone contract of what that looks like and then have some questions in the room on that night too. So I want to encourage you to come up to that on January 24th. Going to be a real good discussion. And then even before we get to look at, I love these four questions that Eric highlights in the message. Yeah. We look at the use of technology um a good rubric for us to to go through and to take others through why do i want to use this what why do i even want to use this this tool what's the driving motivation is it efficiency am i trying to combat loneliness is it feeding some kind of an unhealthy addiction like what is the core motivation for why why i want to use this This is it as simple as you know i want to be more efficient i I want to have my my car insurance card on my phone so i don't have to wait for it to get milled in great i want to know where i'm going through ways or whatever great why? Why do I want to use it? Secondly, what is the goal and the worldview of the creators? Man, not something that we are always looking looking into. Yeah. That these platforms aren't neutral. No, they're not. They, they really, they really aren't. And their creators aren't neutral. There's a, there's often an in in game or collateral damage yeah. to the use of this that we need to need to discover. Um, I'm I saying we, we only need to use um, Christian app. No, that's that's not it. No, that's not it. But we also don't want to be naive to you know, the purposes behind some of the things that we use. Um, totally. And then this question, what is it doing to me? So who is it forming me to be? What are the habits I'm noticing about myself? Who am I becoming by using this? And then what are the healthy practices for me as I use this? And you notice it doesn't say, don't, don't use it. But what are the practices? What do I need to put in place, which just it's, it's just about intentionality, right? All the way through there. That's really good. Any of those questions stand out to you, Tiffany from the things that Eric walks us through and the four questions that we should ask ourselves when using technology.
1: I mean, I think these are great. I don't think these are something you have to ask once and you're done. I, th- I think this is something that I think is going to be a great tool for me, like a great framework for me to assess like, yeah. okay, where am I at? Cause we're not going to always nail it. It's something that it's not really a problem to solve, but just like attention to manage. Right. Um, and so I like number three for that reason, because I think um, I like all of them, but number three, you know, what is it doing to me to even just, uh, I'm, I'm, as I'm hearing this right now, I'm like, as I was listening to the message, I'm like, you know what, I probably need to do this maybe once a month. Yeah. And just evaluate, okay, what are the different technologies that I'm using? And then uh, what are they doing to me? Right. And then make adjustments accordingly.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, don't be passive, be, be, be active, be intentional with what we use. Yeah. Um, We already mentioned the, the, um the kids, parenting and, and technology. Leaders in tech, we're doing this too on February 4th. It's yeah. Sunday. Um, Eric's going to be hosting that with um, a special guest, Bobby Grunwald. He's a pastor, innovative leader at Life Church, and he's one of the founder CEOs of the UVersion Bible app that you talked Come about. Right? So talk about redeeming and using technology for good. Yeah, dead. that's going to be a great discussion on February 4th, where we can hear about like a theology of technology and how do we use it good. to serve and spread, spread, you know, others, bring human flourishing through through the kingdom through that. So mark that on your calendars too, February, February 4th. Really good. All right. A Couple of questions in the look down. In what areas of your technology use might God be inviting you to take a pause and redefine your relationship with technology? And what wisdom do you need from God in navigating the digital age with purity? So where do you need to take inventory? Where is God taking causing you inviting you to pause and redefine your relationship with the use of tech? And what wisdom do you need in navigating uh digital age with with purity? This is a good conversation of vulnerability and honesty with. Totally. Groups. Yeah. I think for every single one of us though, right? If we're not asking oh, the question. Yeah. Then we're already way, way behind it. We got to ask the question, have an honest look at ourselves. And then make, make a change. Right. And that's easier mm-hmm. said, said than done. Is there anything that you've learned just with. Yeah. Kind of break, breaking habits and routines. Any practices that you've put into, into place.
1: Um, i have done. I've, I think, uh, seasons of fasting. Yeah. Has been really, really helpful for me. And so. Uh, there have been times, uh, probably you know, without this framework of like, okay, what is this doing to me? Like, uh, like I love watching a good TV show. Yeah. Like, I mean, Suits is on the rise again. Do you? I don't know if yeah, you yeah. watch Is this, that because
0: of the whole megan Markle? I have
1: what, no idea. I don't, Unless, the, I don't know why it's that. No, I feel like I'm missing something emerging interest. Yeah, in yeah, America, but I, yeah. but I remember watching that. Like, anyway, it's not bad. I, I don't think it's bad. I remember, but um, but like. It's not that the TV shows I was watching were, like, necessarily bad, but they consumed a lot of my time. Yeah. And so instead of, like, going and, like, you know, I would crash at the end of a work day and just, like, veg out and watch TV. Which um, is not always bad, but I'm like, God, I feel like you have a new level of something you want to share with me this year. This was, like, a few years ago. Yeah. So I'm just going to fast from TV. This is pretty big all year long. Oh, And so I didn't watch TV for a year. And that was, like, hard. But it was good. It was good hard. And so, and I've done, since then I've done like, you know, a month or something like that, where I'm just like, okay, I just want to spend more time with God. But Mm -hmm. uh, those have been helpful resets. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not because um, I think everyone should do that. That just happened to be like, okay, I'm just going to try different things. Um, And so even right now, I'm not in any sort of season like that, but uh, just some confession. I, yesterday I was on my phone and my niece was with me, she's three, and I've uh, my my sister in law told me about this color by numbers thing. So I was doing it with her. And after a little while, I was like, I'm so tired of doing this with her. So I'm like, all right, you got to sit down, Eleanor. We're not going to do it. It's not good to look at the phone all the time. Yeah. I'm telling her that. And then I pull up my phone again and look at it again. And she's like, uh, but you're doing it. I was like, oh, God.
0: Not that better than having a kid,
1: yeah you know, a
0: reflection to you.
1: Totally. Because I wholeheartedly think it's not good for a three year old to look at the phone. Totally. But then I pull my phone up right then. And so I'm like, okay, I need to pull back on this a little bit.
0: Yeah. But there yeah. is something to that of like seeing, the misinformed practice in somebody else. Yes. It is a bit of like a, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to be that. Like, and we, right. we do that with the, like with our kids where, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be at a restaurant, we'll see a family on their phones and we'll, you know, not a judgment, but you point it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Hey, that friend that always seems to be unavailable or distracted. Oh my gosh. This, yes. You know, this, this is why, or that friend that is in this, this cycle. This is why we don't let you have social media. This, this is why. And, you know those those kind of examples can be can be helpful, um, but of course, like what are we what are we modeling? That that right. that's a big one for us. That's a big one for us. And and what's the practices that we're helping to shape shaping in our kids, both good both good and bad? But you don't have an opportunity for you know transformation unless you have the the question really really asked. Right. So that's why we're in community, right? That's why we have groups so, together re- so that we can ask that question and offer. Support and encouragement for us through us all, because we're n- we're not going to get this right 100% of the time. No. But it starts with awareness, intentionality, and then making choiceful decisions to to make that change.
1: And one of the biggest things that like I feel like in this discussion has been helpful is to hear how other people are processing yeah. it. And so I know that uh, my brother decided to, over Christmas break, just delete the apps from his phone. Didn't yeah. delete the account. Didn't say, like, no way, not doing this anymore. It was just like, hey, this is just what I'm trying. And so de- hearing different people try different things... Um, is helpful for me to for me to consider, and that doesn't mean I'm going to use exactly their game plan. Uh, but as far as groups go, I would suggest like asking everyone, right. you know, what is it that they're doing, what have they seen done, because often that's going to that's going to stir up something in you as a leader or in other people to be like, okay,
0: let's yeah. let's get some skin on this. What does this look like so in the, real life? I mean, already hearing that you took a whole year off from TV, I'm like, man, I know, I'm like, I'm, it was I'm, tough. What, 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 what late <laughs> clip sports? What was that? Sports, sports I guess. Oh, was. gosh, John,
1: sports never even crossed my mind until this moment. Oh, that's goodness. how much I missed it.
0: <laughs> I mean, the bachelor, that's one thing. That's easy. We, we, oh, we can gosh. That.
1: The golden bachelor hadn't existed yet. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. yeah, yeah. That was great. All right. Well, Tiffany, thanks. Thanks for joining us. You're always so helpful and insightful on these discussions. And group leaders, yeah, dig into that conversation this week. Awareness, intentionality, um, have, a, have a robust discussion about it. And then again, mark those two workshops that we have coming up. The first is on uh, January twenty fourth, it's kids and, and technology in the Worship Center with Eric and Kay Geiger leading that, and then Leaders in Tech on February fourth. Eric uh, going to be sitting down with Bobby Grunwald, who again U version Bible app Life Church, going to be a really good discussion for us there. All right, guys, thanks for your time, and we'll see you under next week.